Hi, this is Dawn Shereen. This is my podcast, Dance with Bipolar. So, uh, yeah, guys, I'm so sorry that I'm, like, totally and completely off schedule. Um, believe me, there's times I'm, like, all day I'm, like, up, oh, gonna go do the show, gonna go do the show, gonna go do the show, and then I get to go do the show, and then I'm, and then it just doesn't seem like anything I did was, like, either that interesting or I don't know. But don't think that I haven't been thinking about y'all, because I have been. I'm actually, I'm actually, like, I don't know what is happening with me. I feel like my brain is expanding, like, getting too big. Like, I'm absorbing way too much information. And, um, and it takes away from the, like, day-to-day stuff I'm supposed to be doing. Because, like, my head is, like, just, like, so like, lofty, and all these plans, I guess. I guess plans is a good way to put it, because I actually am, like, formulating plans. Um, I'm not really acting on any of them right now. So, I mean, and I'm not acting on any of them right now. It's like, I would like to even just say that maybe in a, like, a moderate like, way that I am, I mean, by the planning, maybe I'm acting on some things, but, um, I gotta, I gotta slip back into a gear that actually is, like, moving, and, um, you know, get back some of my mojo, like, I don't know what happened, like, I was, like, I think, I think it was, like, the, the, the beauty of the freedom I got when I left Hope Cottage, right, and then that was like adrenaline from pff, adrenaline from the core of the earth, right? Getting free from there. So I think I burnt myself out is actually what happened. And I think as soon as I started realizing I burnt myself out, I did start taking it back a little bit. But it might have, I'm not going to say it's too late, but I mean, it was just by the time I finally realized that I was like basically running on E, it was... Uh, the the car was stopped, right, the car, I, I was stopped, um, you know, and, I mean, nothing for nothing, and I don't know why me, out of all the people in the world, right, would disregard this, because it just is, like, it's so obvious to me, but the fact that I just have come from one emotional upheaval to another emotional upheaval to another emotional upheaval, and, like, I know that people give me more grace than I would ever give myself, right? Because I feel like I should just, I should just be over, well, you know, I do, I kind of feel like I should be over stuff, right? I just feel like it's done, it's, there's no change in it, I've processed it, I forgive it, and I've done all the Hope Cottage bullshit, right? Oh, I've forgiven you, I give it to God, and all this and all that, and then all of a sudden, whammo, it's right back, right? And it's like, I obviously didn't get closer on any of this stuff in the even biblical sense of it that um, the way the biblical therapy was supposed to go was just supposed to like complete full circle and then never ever have to deal with the problem again like a cat eating its own tail, right? Well, eventually the cat's going to throw up. <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's no two ways about it. So maybe that's what's been, like, going on with me. I've been, like, emotionally throwing up some of this, um, some of this stuff. And then, I mean, and also, like, I have to be, like, I have to be real about this shit, right? 
So it's July. Three years ago is when everything started to just take a dive, a huge dive. My mental health, my relationships, um, my lifestyle, where I lived, everything just kind of took a fucking super shitter. And it all started three years ago in July um, when my dog, Doc Doc, um, who was 15 at the time, so he had a good life, but um, was definitely declining in a quick way and, you know, had some seizures and passed away at the end of this month, three years ago. Um, and then, you know, this was, this, this time was when um, Christopher's addiction was just peaking. Um, although, I mean, it may have peaked harder, but I wasn't around to see it because I was off on another trauma induced event um you know so and and a lot of people say like that you can't heal in the same place that you were hurt right and I never really I never really understood I mean I did right I understood what it meant but it was like that's stupid but you know when I started trying to heal from a lot of this shit at Hope Cottage when in their own right, they were absolutely traumatizing me and destroying me and creating just m more psychological issues for me. It is really hard to heal from something. Uh, let's just say Christopher's suicide. Let's just go with it, right? Because they, they tried to work on a lot that a lot with me because apparently, you know, focusing too much on somebody that you loved more than life itself um, over, you know, chores and their freaking itinerary of bullshit to, um, you know, keep the command post running. Um, I just totally forgot what I was saying, but, uh, da, 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 da. anyway, I know it has something to do with Hope Cottage and about them not being understanding and, oh, about them, um, so thinking that going through a grief therapy that is biblical, um, you know, is going to give me more closure. I couldn't heal from Christopher's suicide there. There was no way in hell that was going to happen. Um, I, the fact that the minute that you changed an attitude or got sad or anything, then all of a sudden, like you were, you know, oh, well, in my case, I was being bipolar. I'd be up and down and, do, 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 and all this ignorant fucking bullshit, not realizing that they're actually re-traumatizing me over and over and over again every single solitary time they make me take some kind of a grief group or some kind of a counseling thing or some kind of a case management where they just have to keep on digging. And now, you know, in hindsight, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what a way to keep somebody in the grip. Man, you just keep on apple coring them and just decimating them, taking their soul away from them and making them feel like shit about themselves. Well, they're certainly not going to have any kind of motivation to move along or do better in their life because they feel like they're garbage. Um, you know, and Hope Cottage was good at that. Hope Cottage is good at making people feel like garbage and then love bombing them and then making them feel like garbage. So, I mean, Hope Cottage is kind of actually like one of the biggest participators of gaslighting that I've ever been part of. And that's saying a hell of a lot. A hell, 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 hell of a lot, De considering what I came from from Lakeside, right? So I mean, and I still, in my own way, feel like that ginger chick is just a, um, just a continuation from Lakeside because you know, family, her family lives in Lakeside and had bought drugs off her son, and there she was at Hope Cottage, and hey, let's just keep the party going. So, you know, I'm not 
I'm not sure about a whole lot of things here, but I am sure that it really is true that you cannot heal in the same place that you were hurt at. And though I was trying to heal from different things at Hope Cottage, the fact that they kept on hurting me and just kept on compounding everything, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it kind of blows my mind in a way that I actually stuck it out just to, um, you know, just to fulfill my commitment and my contract. I mean, it really does. Because uh, I I can honestly tell you, I mean, yes, I got housing out of it, but had they not had me on the indentured servitude list, I could have gotten housing. Had they not been so secretive about things, I could have got housing sooner. I would have... Dude, I, I... 18 months in a concentration camp voluntarily with a contract? Like, what the fuck? Where's my brain at? Where was I thinking anyway that was not supposed to go there but it did um so apparently it was supposed to go there um yeah it's been i mean there's a lot of things coming up right now and i mean this is these next three months are tentative i mean i know that um i know that um I mean, yeah, they're tentative. I mean, I have support around me, and I'm setting up, you know, I'm setting up uh, boundaries for sure. I'm I'm absolutely setting up boundaries, but that's not the word I meant to say. But I'm setting up, like, parameters, I guess, within my own mind of um, what's, what's a safe level of grief and what's the danger zone, right? What's a safe level of... Um, happiness joy you know contentness and what is extreme you know um so i can kind of try to gauge myself through this this year because last year hope cottage did not help me through this at all and they were just miserable pukes about it and i wanted to die in fact i think this time last year was one of the times that was most dangerous for me around the train tracks um i don't want to go back and listen to last year's shows because i was trying to make i i you know I was really trying to fake it and make it thing in this discipleship program. And I was really trying to, I don't know about conform, but and I wasn't trying to drink the Kool-Aid by any way, shape or form, but I was really trying to make the best of it, I guess is a good way and get as much education as I could out of it and get as much experience out of it as I possibly could. And I did, I mean, I can't say I didn't, but I can't say that it was positive, um, you know, even now in hindsight, even with my old case, my, the last case manager I had, who I actually thought we could be friends. And then at the end, when she just showed that she was, um, a team player for the other side, basically by just not honoring me at all, um, and and honoring any kind of sacred friendship that we may have had or any, any bond of even counseling, you know, um, I mean, that's just the whole place is so scattered, man. Like, bring somebody in there to do counseling and then get them going, get them into a good point, and then bam, just have it stop. And it's just like dead end therapy again. So, I mean, the amount of dead end therapy I had at Hope Cottage, holy shit, man. I mean, it was like months of working on something, getting to a point, and then having it just stop and be no conclusion whatsoever. Although, with the grief group and Christopher, man, they wanted that shit to stop yesterday. So, you know, they definitely had some kind of an an agenda, um, 
yeah, you know, it's called, it's, it's called freaking brainwashing and, you know, cleansing, cleansing your brain of any experiences that you had prior to having gone there. Um, yeah, I failed. <laughs> Thank God I failed. Um, you know, and I guess this is coming up too, because, you know, the whole thing about getting the story out there and whatever venue it is that I'm going to do it, you know, the whatever movie screenplay and going back to the Zen of the Stigmata podcast, which I don't think I'm going to do. I actually think I'm going to find, I'm going to go there and I'm going to actually download those shows to here. So it's still on record, but cause they're going to eventually close down Zen of the Stigmata because it's not necessary anymore. I don't have to hide my views on religion or life or people or anything anymore. Um, I'm not, I'm not in a, um, cult anymore right so anyway i really don't know where that all came from but boy that was just like a verbal diarrhea all over the place uh what else is going on um you know i'm back in the therapy game but i'm definitely not in the pharmaceutical game so um and i don't actually really that you know it's kind of funny like different perceptions of how it is like I don't know, it's just kind of weird, like, how you think people think of you, but, like, they haven't noticed that I haven't gotten a med refill in, fuck, three, four months, it's been a minute, man, it's been a minute, and, like, they're not realizing it, although, you know, like, I'm going to therapy, and he knows I'm smoking weed, and I'm compliant with that, so, like, when I can, you know, <laughs> I'm compliant with my own meds, um, but, it works for me, right, and I don't feel sick all the time, and I'm not angry, and I don't hurt, and I don't have other, like, weird body irregularities that happen when I have to take my medication, so, um, and I don't want to die, so, you know, I mean, hey, bonus, um, Sir's doing fine, it's late, it's late-ish, it's not late, it's, I don't know what time it is, I can't find my glasses, it's not late, but, yeah, it's like eight twenty right now on a Saturday night. Um, the holiday, yeah, um, the holidays kind of messed up my week. I'm just kind of all messed up. Um, but th- like therapy's going good. I kind of like this person. Um, I was gonna say dude, but I'm not necessarily. I don't want to be so PC. So, um, person, we're gonna go with person for right now. Um, I really like this person very good, um, probably one of the better therapists, and this is, like, two, two times, three times in, right, and as this place goes, who knows, if I have seven visits with the same person, I'll be shocked, but, um, we seem to be making quick progress on some shit, so I'm kind of happy with that, and maybe it's just because, like, as much as, like, the other dude was cool and all, and we had hockey in common, he was actually a pretty shitty therapist, so, you know, there's that, and maybe it's just because of the fact that I'm just kind of like, if I gotta go, then I'm gonna work this shit, and I'm gonna, you know, and I already outed the driver, uh, peer support counselor jackass dude who showed me his dick in a picture, so, you know, that's out and about, so we'll see how they handle that, um, fucking people, dudes, don't do that shit to people, man, honest to God, ladies, don't do it either, like, you know, the, somebody gives you their phone number, I can promise you that the first thing that they are not expecting to do is open up an attachment to see your new jangles, okay, 
So just, 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 just keep your clothes on, man. It's like, it's just, it's just, it's rude and it, it, it's disrespectful and it actually just shows that you have literally no value to yourself whatsoever. So don't do that shit. Okay. If somebody requests any pictures of you, then you still be careful because that's a setup, but just, just don't offer your free bits to people. It's just, it's, it, that, most people are, are not going to be welcoming it. And the people that do welcome it, you should probably run. You should probably run from. Um, what else? Okay, yeah, sir. I was talking about sir. Sir's good. Sir's, sir's, um, sir's got his squeaks and his bangs and he's happy and he runs around and I still haven't touched him yet, but he plays hide and seek or tag or something with me now and he touches me. <laughs> See, he reversed the tables. Um, so he seems to be content. He's kind of feeling them pretty good here. Um, the dude with the dog is becoming a, th I don't know what it's becoming actually. Um, it's becoming a normalized aspect of my life. How's that sound? That sounds... I don't know what's going on there. I'm still trying to help him to get him up out of the street and um, get the dog off the street. But... Uh, man, he reminds me so much of Christopher. Is so dangerous. And I can't even explain that to him, even though I think he knows about Christopher, everybody, you know, it's like, I, you know, if you meet me, like, probably the second thing we're going to talk about is going to be my, my mission, Dance with Bipolar, and then Christopher, in that order, so, it's kind of something that is not hidden, it's, 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 it's right out there, I tell it right away, um, but, it's confusing me, I'm going to be honest, and it's scaring the shit out of me, um, and after this whole time of just, like, you know, going going to the hospital and then 18 months at Hope Cottage, becoming a eunuch, basically, and now kind of being out in the real world again and on my own and having a place, like, um, and, it, man, it's confusing to me right now. Like, I know I can do what I want to. I'm an adult woman and I'm no longer under a contract that says I can't be a human being. However, I, you know, I'm not a whore, and the guy's homeless with his dog, you know, and it's like, it just skews lines all over the place, but, but, I am attracted to him, um, just be honest, um, and that's confusing me, too, and scaring me, and it's just like, I, in a way, I kind of wanted that part of me to die with Christopher because it made it easier to not have to, um, face it again, right? Or face the fear that, oh my gosh, I could get serious with the person and they could go kill themselves too, right? And that's super terrifying. Um, and I mean, what a barrier, right? And I'm not going to say this to this dude, like, dude, man, I, I, I'd love to get you off the streets and help you and your dog and, you know, see what happens, but you gotta promise me you're not gonna blow your brains out, you know, four months in, like, yeah, that's not a really good way to start a relationship, so, you know, and then, of course, like, that's gonna bring back memories of Christopher, you know what I mean, so it's like, I'm kind of juggling right now, it's kind of like, in a way, it's a blessing, because it's reminding me, <sighs> that I'm human, right, but in a way, it's terrifying me, because 
it's reminding me that I'm human, <laughs> right? And there's good and bad on both sides of that. And um, and I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Like I could blow my whole life up with just one, one action, right? Take me off my game, and then what? Right? And then what do I do? I'm not going back to a cottage ever if I ever become homeless again. I mean, no. Um, oh, man, I don't know. But, I mean, in a way, I'm grateful for everything I've been through because it's kind of like I know how to pace this shit, but in a way, my impulse reactions are impulsive. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. It's like... I'm not necessarily rapid cycling, I'm not necessarily depressed, and I'm not necessarily manic, but I'm not, I'm very emotional, so, um, and maybe it's everybody, like, you know, even though like, I've only been hanging out with him, which is kind of a really bad basis and judgment, but I'm not hanging out with him 24-7, I'm still doing my stuff, you know, I'm still doing my exercise, and I'm still doing the therapy, and I'm still planning all this stuff, but, like, the thing is, the time that I could be actually taking action on what I'm supposed to be doing is when I'm hanging out with him, and that's becoming the problem, so, <clears throat> yeah, I gotta get a balance, I gotta do something, but, um, I mean, otherwise, I'm okay, like, there's no ideations, and I'm kind of happy, like, literally, even though I just kind of, like, sound like I just lost my mojo big time right there, I just, like, lost my energy, um, I just, like, got hot, um, yeah, and all y'all out there, like, Texas and all that shit, man, God bless you, man, I don't know how you guys are handling that heat, and all my other guys out, and all these other crap, like, right, my life, like, what do I got to bitch about, man, I got shit to bitch about, I got, I'm living, I'm living the dream, you know, I am, I'm living the dream, a dream, many dreams, but, I mean, compared to last year, compared to two years ago, compared to three years ago, <sighs> yeah, it always gets better, it always gets better, you know, it really does, you just gotta, you just gotta hang and just, or white knuckle it, or just whatever the heck it is that you gotta do, but. It does always get better on the other side. And then on the other side, right, up, down. But as a posse, we ride through this shit together. So, you know, I want to know that you all know that I got your back as much as I know you all got my back, man. So we just ride strong and we'll get through whatever it is. You know, there's no shame in asking for help. None. Okay. And there's no shame in admitting that you don't know what to do. Hello, I don't know what to do. Ninety-nine percent of my life, you know. But I just keep trying to do the next best thing, and that's all any of us can do. So, if that next best thing is you just are gonna sit up in bed right now and actually put on a clean pair of pajamas, that's bomb. I love it. And if the next best thing is that you're gonna actually like make a phone call and try to fix something with somebody that. You thought it was hopeless, but now you're like, you know what, what do I got to lose? If I already think it's hopeless, then all I got to do is gain, right? It's it, it's not rocket science. It's really not. It's just doing the next best thing, guys, and we all got it in us to do that. 
we all do. Even me. Even me. And I'm just, you know, talking about Christopher makes me sad, so. <laughs> and you guys know that. So, yeah, this is going to be a touch and go, um, three months, but. I mean, not touch and go, like, you have to worry about me, like, it's not that touch and go. I, you know, I got a lot to look forward to, but it's still a shitty anniversary, so, um. We'll get through it, right? And, um, we'll get through whatever it is that you guys are getting through. And, um, you know, known or unknown, you know, we all got something, and some of us got way more. And believe me, you guys, some of you guys got so much that you're carrying on your plates right now, man. I wish I could come and pull the tray for you. So I do like this. If this is what I can do to help you, then you're welcome. So, uh, so I think I'm gonna end it because like talking about Chris just like made me so sad and um but now I've got like the the Chris the Chris doppelganger right it's just it's so confusing so 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 confusing so cool yet yeah, so confusing right and that's what life is man just cool confusing trouble other side how's that that should be a t-shirt right. I don't know about that. Maybe it should be a t-shirt. Maybe it shouldn't be a t-shirt, but... <clears throat> and ultimately, guys, I really am doing okay. There's there's no hospital visits bound or anything like that. I'm just, um... I'm just overwhelmed, I think, with life and, um... All the possibilities and all the stuff that's coming up and all the changes that have happened in the past couple of months and how I'm riding it out and not losing my shit and, um... <laughs> Like, and when I start to talk to you guys, the reality of my life hits me because, like, you guys are the only ones I like talk to straight. And it's like, holy shit! Oh wow! Yep, that was rough. <laughs> so, um, other than that, I don't know what to say. I love you guys. I love each of you. Um, like I said, there's no shame in asking for help, and I ask for help all the time. You know. I gotta see, I gotta keep it together so we can keep it together so that we can keep the bossy riding. That's all there is to it, so. That's all there is to it, guys. Anyway, so this is Dawn Shereen. This is my podcast, Dance with Bipolar, and uh, hey, let's all stay alive, okay? Later. <laughs>